0: You are wearing green. Do you like it? It's gorgeous. But that's more of a um sort of an aqua. It's got a lot of blue it's in it. It's got a teal in it. It's yeah, yeah. that's it. Right. That's it. So what is it you have against green? <laughs> it's I know I know I let me let me let me try to say it. Can you clarify? I think it is. Okay. It's that most skin tones if you don't have warmth in your skin tone you can't wear. The same, you know, George can't wear yellow because he, his color scheme Is red, white, and blue because his his undertone is pink. He's white. He's a honky. (laughs) He's a honky bitch. So, you know, he looks good in red, white, and blue tones, Mm -hmm. you know. He can wear green because green has... Uh, blue in it, but not too much of a yellow green, which makes him look ridiculous. Right. And that's your your issue. Is that my correct? My issue
1: is yellow based greens and mustard yellow tones because yeah. my undertones are yellow. Yeah. And when when anybody with that skin tone wears them, or even pink undertones, mm-hmm. very pale skin, it makes us look ill. Why would you wear something that makes you look ill? You always wear colors. When people, well, maybe
0: some people are doing zombie movies, or maybe they're going to audition for they, uh, a zombie movie. One
1: hundred percent should wear it. Then. That's what
0: they should wear. One hundred percent. Well, there's a little tip there, a little yes. takeaway.
1: But jewel tones. This is a rich, really rich, deep emerald with a teal. It's undertone. gorgeous. Yeah.
0: That will look good on anybody. I it think it would look
1: good on anybody. But the yellow based greens and the yellow tones look good on brown skin tones. Okay. Absolutely yes. Absolutely stunning. Yes. Like you could yeah. wear it. That. That looks absolutely gorgeous on that color. Where skin. are those
0: earrings? I asked you every time you wear those. Where are those earrings um, from?
1: I think these are Sheila. Sheila Fajal. She's a Brazilian. Fajal?
0: F A J L. Fajal?
1: She's a Brazilian Jew.
0: Oh, she's I love it.
1: Wonderful. Where's she?
0: Where's she from? Where um, I mean, where does she have her shop?
1: She does. She she's in places.
0: Well, see, I love those because they're really good and hearty. They're not. They're, they're looked. Are they? They're not solid. Are they? No. No, because
1: then they'd be too heavy.
0: They look solid. What's that noise coming from, Alex? Our people producer? People are talking. Is it people outside or is it? The Voices in your head. Is it the people under the stairs? Yes. Hey, the people under the stairs. Stop talking. You have to be quiet. Is it upstairs? It, maybe it's upstairs. Was oh. Oh, it the dancers? Ooh. Oh, they were hot. They're so hot. There's that one who comes every time.
1: Yeah. there's a, he's, he's got He comes the, every time.
0: He, got, he's got the, he had the frosted hair. How gorgeous is he? Yeah, I beautiful. don't know what his name is. You know them all.
1: I don't know this group because this is not Todrick's group.
0: Well, yeah, this is Jamal's group. Right. But the, there's the one who I think is from South America. He's got that fat ass, and he's got oh, – always got a smile. A fat ass and a smile. I mean, could you ask for anything more? What else do you need? I don't know. Let me think about it. Oh, you could probably ask – A green card? Add some ice cream. No, not a green card. South America, so I'm I'm wondering if if he's illegal. Ice cream. would. The only thing that could top that is a scoop of ice cream.
1: Credit cards? (laughs) But credit cards have to be paid. You know, bills do
0: got to be paid. I don't
1: know. I like anybody if they got a credit card. Add some ice cream.
0: Okay, but listen to this. You are wearing these earrings, and her name is Sheila Fajul. 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 Yeah. Fajul.
1: F-A-J-L with no. Fajul. Fagile, yeah. That sounds... Va- like fragile? That sounds
0: vaginal. Fagile. Vaginal. Nope. fragile But if I call her Sheila Vagil, I could remember it that way. Okay, then then go for it. But haven't I asked you about these earrings before? You
1: have, and she does the majority of Why mine. don't I
0: have any? Do you want some? I want some of those. Okay.
1: These come in every color she does. Are they does. real gold?
0: No. They're called the Arlene Hoops and we've had this conversation because i remember you you telling me they they're, and they're the perfect link for your name? for neck. your proportion and yeah. your neck
1: she does a bigger one
0: you wear them all the time
1: i do i have them in silver oh, you do? gold rose gold. She yeah. has them. She does them in all.
0: You know, I have some really good hoops. These are hoop earrings we're talking about here. And they're, they've got a good circumference girth. girth. Yeah. I got some really good ones downtown here in Los Angeles at Santee Alley. There's a um Indian store. I'm, he could be Pakistani. He could be, um, uh, uh, Jakarta, uh, Jakarta. Okay. He could be any of those things. Uh-huh. I'm American. I really don't know the difference. This is where I get a lot of saris. I'm not being offensive. no, I don't we wouldn't know, the know a difference, I but that's know. how
1: we educate ourselves. So okay, if
0: you went in and asked, thank you. Them, that's, that's very sweet of you to say it that but way. But it's true. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, uh, I should. And next time I go, I'll ask. Yes. Them. Yeah. But it, to me and to my mind, right. It's you know Indian from from okay. India. Okay. And they have these gorgeous. I um I got a rose gold. Went to Hebrew school with right. her. <laughs> um, I got a uh silver, and I got a um a regular yellow gold. Yes. Ah. Uh, Oh, they're And I wear them all yes. the time. And they're a great uh, shape. There's a gr- They're a great silhouette. And they're beautiful. Have you seen, you, you know the ones I'm talking about? I don't home? know which ones you're uh, talking about, but yeah. Sheila
1: does them in silver, rose gold, champagne. Oh, I love champagne. Golds, and uh, gunmetal. <gasps>
0: She's a, you know what? Sheila Vagil Fagil. is, Fagil is a Brilliant. genius. She is a genius. Cause that's what you need. Yeah. And you know, hoops work for every outfit.
1: Yes. And this is called the Arlene. So she has a bigger one that's open in the back. Okay. Um, she has real
0: gold. Wait, how do you too? find her stuff? How do you? Oh,
1: sheilafajl. F A J L. So I
0: can go on there. And do you yeah. when you go on? Do you do Apple Pay and Google Pay and all that? I stuff? I do Apple Pay as much as
1: I can. Don't Isn't you? that
0: the most brilliant thing? Brilliant. Ever?
1: And don't you get upset when it doesn't work? I get up.
0: Well, I get upset when they don't have it. True, but
1: sometimes it goes. Your thumbprint doesn't work, and they're like, "Can't do it this way." Yeah, that well, pisses I me off. I just
0: got a bunch of stuff from. It's either Danskin or the other one. Who's the Capizio. other? Capizio. Capizio. It's one <laughs> of those. Do you I, get your tights from them? I got some tights from them. But it was a third party. I think it's called Dance Dance Boogie Wonderland or something. Dance something. Well,
1: I get a lot of my stuff from Discount Dance Supply.
0: That's what it is. Okay, so you got it? That's where I got yeah, DDS. it. Dds. And they're not a sponsor. No, nope. they're not sponsoring nope. us. Nope. And I didn't get a discount.
1: Nope. I got a bunch of stuff for the That's Strictly show.
0: I got yeah. some. I got three pairs of fishnets in yes. different colors because I wasn't sure what color are the ones that I wear because the ones that I wear are here at the studio. You probably I wear
1: suntan. You probably. I got suntan. Yeah.
0: I got cocoa. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch. I Hey, Coco, take your top down, Coco. Oh Oh, my God, nobody over, nobody under fifty knows that reference. Take your top down, Coco. But
1: also, I was I went to go see. uh, This has to do with Coco. Okay, I went to go see Oklahoma, obviously. Yeah, and the lead girl. Looks just like Irene Cara. Just
0: like Irene Cara. So when I met
1: her, she's so good. I said, uh-huh. "Oh my God, you need to do the Irene Cara story." Ooh,
0: that's a good she's story saying, too. It's a Great story. It's a great story. And she's like,
1: "Oh my God, that's such a compliment I've heard this." She goes, "You know who I get all the time?" And I said, "Who?" She said, "Debbie Allen." When you see her, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna see one gonna or see the other. I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see who you see first. Yeah, she could be both.
0: Yeah. She could be both. But
1: it was the Coco, st-
0: uh, uh, Irene Cara story. Debbie Cara. Debbie Cara. <laughs> uh-huh. Irene Allen. Well, the Debbie, I mean, the Irene Cara story. Yes. For those of you who don't know, I, most people know what a feeling flash dance was. She won the Oscar for that song. But before that, she had been on The Electric Company. Is that right? The Electric Company? Irene Cara? I think so. Was she? I believe so. Rita Moreno? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Different. Uh, about a 40-year age difference there. But let me tell you this. Uh, Oh, Irene, Irene
1: Cara, right. Yeah, Irene, Yes,
0: she was on The Electric Company, and she had been a Broadway kid, and she yes. had done Broadway shows, and I first saw her on The Electric Company. I was
1: thinking of Jennifer Beals in my head. I was like, Jennifer ah, Beals not sing that song. right?
0: And yeah. then um, audiences, most audiences got to know her. And she co-wrote that song, too, by the way. Which one? What a feeling. Yeah, won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, uh, most people know her. Started to know her from the movie, the first movie, Sparkle, which is
1: Sparkle. Yeah, yeah, yes! yeah. Which was
0: a, a huge uh, uh, sort of B underground black movie. It was, it was, a was very remade. Big urban hit. It was a big urban hit. Yeah. It was remade years later with uh, the girl from American Idol, jo- our Jordan friend Sparks. Jordan Sparks, and yes. uh, Whitney Houston's last film. Uh, but then from from there, Irene Cara moved on to do um, other uh, acting jobs. And, uh, and we're
1: talking about Fame.
0: Yeah. And uh, then Fame, which is 1980. Right. So Flashdance? So, f- no, no. Uh, fame. Um, uh, sparkle was 76. Then Fame. Fame was 1980. Then Flashdance. Flashdance was 83. She's not in the movie. She just sings the theme. Yeah, but you think she's in the movie because she sings.
1: And she also, didn't she also sing... Um, Out Here on My Own. Out Here on My Own is from... Fame. Fame, yes.
0: And so she had achieved a lot of fame early on. And then the huge success of that song, she had an album called What a Feeling. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites, produced by Giorgio Moroder. One of my favorite albums. In fact, I was talking about it earlier with uh, Raven, just talking about that album. Then she disappeared. And she she had a huge fight with her record company. Well, she
1: had Charismatic. before. Well, that
0: no, Charismatic came out in '87. Yeah, it came out way later after, uh, What a Feeling it was '83.
1: It was only four years later.
0: It was four, but in a music career, because that she, is an then eternity. Then she went radio silent. She was radio silent. Didn't come silent. out until
1: 2011.
0: And it came out, I think, on her own label because she had a big dispute Electra. with no, she had, it came out on Elektra, but the dispute was with something called Network Records. Geffen
1: slash Network.
0: Geffen yeah. slash Network yeah. Records. Huge dispute. Um, I know that she would, in her story, I don't know if there is a book, there probably is, she would tell the story of of some uh, abuse, ab- abuses with uh, uh, chemicals, mm-hmm. things like Substance that. Substance Substance abuse, yeah. yes. And then she would go, but she went on to do that album, Charismatic, and then she did a... In, Ninety-six, she did. What a feeling with DJ Bobo or yes, Bobby. or no Bobo. Bobo, and it became a hit again. Anyway, I'm saying all this so that uh, De- Debbie uh, Cara, can, Debbie Cara, Debbie Cara from the musical Oklahoma, which is on, uh, on Broadway now, yes, can know where to draw this it's, story. It's her from.
1: story. When you see her, you'll get it. It's yeah. her story. I can see Debbie Allen too, but I feel like. This is her, she,
0: Irene Cara. I think most people would say Irene Cara if they knew or remembered <laughs> Irene Cara. <laughs> I, you know I do. I mean? she, was,
1: she was in my age group. She, she had a good run she, there. Yes, yeah, so and she was a big deal. She was a
0: big deal. She had a movie. Uh, she was in a, um, a, certain, a Certain Fury. I think you, A Certain Fury with Tatum certain- O'Neill. Wait, what's the Madonna?
1: A Certain Sacrifice. A certain a sacrifice. sacrifice.
0: But this is A Certain Fury with Tatum O'Neill. And then she was in City Heat with Burt Reynolds and uh, Clint Eastwood. Filmography. Yeah. Um, she did a lot of films. She, uh, I think she was in uh, Women Abused Brewster Place, maybe. And she was in uh, Root, Roots. Roots. She might have been in Roots. She was in Sister Sister, City Heat. City Heat with Certain Clint. Fury. Certain Fury, yeah. Um, yeah. Busted
1: Up, Caged in Paradiso. Oh, hot. Then she did Voices in Beauty and the Beast, Happily Ever After, and she did a lot of Voices. Yeah,
0: but I think I, I, it'd be interesting to interview her. If you're listening to this, Irene Carr, we We'd would love, love to, to interview to because I'd love to hear about those those years she spent silent after such huge success. And huge Talent, huge talent, yeah, huge talent. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So
1: now you have to go see it just to see the girl who. You know, y-
0: when you mentioned uh, uh, something about Cage, something was that what she? Uh,
1: Cage. Yeah. Anyway, it just Kate. reminds me
0: of. I'm going to go back to my my. You know, I've been obsessed with with. Um, Amazon Prime Video. Yes, and they're playing. They have all of those movies, like Caged Heat, and all of those movies that Linda Blair did after when she became, you know, her early twenties. Yeah, when she was doing, uh, you know, these B movies. Yeah, but
1: those B movies are the oh, best I love B for them. best. Yeah, those are the best movies they to
0: watch. They Really are. They don't yep. have Boogie Wonder. Boogie. No, you're boogie, thinking of bo- Electric Boogaloo? No, boogie
1: nights. It's, 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 boogie no, nights. No, no, we no. cool in the
0: gang. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a Linda Blair opus called Boogie. Okay. Boogie
1: <laughs> in my butt.
0: Boogie in my butt. That no, one. It's a roller skating movie.
1: Oh, uh, roller, roller boogie. roller
0: boogie, roller boogie. I mean, come on, the title alone.
1: I know that I saw Roller Boogie. You,
0: of course, you did. Yeah. The guy in it. Is so sexy and okay. he wears the shortest shorts.
1: Never, well, that was the time. Yeah, it was the time.
0: He never did anything else.
1: Do you know? That's a shame. I wonder if it was the shorts. No, Those, I think it was
0: the roller skating. They got him because he was a really good roller skater.
1: I used to love, love watching guys that could really roller skate. Mm-hmm. So sexy when they can do that smooth, just like yeah. leg. Do you know thing. how to roller skate? I can roller skate. Yeah. You know, I didn't I wasn't great. Yeah. I was great for my peer group, like I can go backwards and do that thing. Sure, yeah. But it's been so long that I don't know what would happen if I put them on.
0: Yeah. Well, we know what would happen. We just don't know how long it would take for it (laughs) to happen. (laughs)
1: so true. I have tried rollerblading and that is very different. Yeah. I prefer the four wheel old I school. I prefer the old four yep. wheel
0: old school. I have a pair. I've tried to rollerblade.
1: I haven't given them up. No. no rollerblading's not the, not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same feel. Yeah. I cannot ice skate.
0: Yeah. Well, um, uh, Roller Boogie is not right now, today, as we record this, is not on Amazon Prime. It's
1: 1979.
0: Yeah. But um, what were the other movies that she did around that time? So she did Night Patrol. Ooh, hot.
1: Hell Night.
0: Ooh, Hell Night. I'm there. Ruckus ruckus
1: wild horse oh stranger in our house there's a
0: stranger in our house uh-huh. okay then of course all the exorcists wait but there's something sarah else.
1: t portrait of a teenage alcoholic well that was
0: right that was still she was still a list and she, that was a tv movie and that was a huge success i
1: loved that one that but scared what's me what's the
0: other one where she avenges her um Street, Wild. Okay, okay, her, ruckus
1: <laughs> hell night chained heat Chained Heat.
0: Yes, yes. Chained Heat. Chained That's heat. it. Chained yeah. Heat. That's a classic.
1: She was nominated for the Golden Raspberry
0: Award for the Worst Actress in that. And she <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> She's so good. It She's so, so good. good. I loved it. I watched it twice she already. She kn- shows her t- she shows her titties in Well, there. it
1: was 1983. Is it 83? Yeah. She also got that same nomination for Night Patrol.
0: Ooh, the same year? That's eighty four. Oh, okay. Night Patrol. She
1: also got (laughs) in the same year, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, the same Golden Raspberry Award. Did she win? Did she snatch a trophy? She won for Night Patrol, and she (laughs) won again for Savage Streets. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh oh. Where she simply played Brenda.
0: No, you know what? I'm sorry. What? The movie I'm thinking of is Savage Savage Streets. Yeah. Yeah. Then what was the one I thought it was? Oh, K-H- Cage Heat. Cage Heat. Chain
1: Heat.
0: Chain Heat. Chain Heat. I think she's in a women's prison. That,
1: yes, of all, course. You know, all That's roads the one. lead. To, if
0: you're an actress, all roads lead to a, a women's prison. Well,
1: the, 1984, she won the Golden Raspberry Award for worst actress for Savage Streets, but in 1985, she won the Golden Raspberry Award for worst actress in Savage Island.
0: Oh my God. She's just an she award just, winner. She took it from the streets to an island.
1: Snatch and the savage
0: Street. Yes. The savage. savage Oh my goodness! I love it. Hey, um, we're gonna talk about Michelle's dress a little bit more after this break. We're not talking about it, but okay. (laughs) No, I love that bow. That bow is great. Uh, we'll be right back. It's a pussy bow.
2: Everybody loves their body to be smooth and Frank Body is an Australian-made coffee-based skincare range that makes babes feel like babes. Their products are made from natural and naturally derived ingredients, which you know I will love and never, ever tested on animals. Yay! Only tested on babes. Vegan offerings are available and with continued use, which is why I love these products, Frank Body's coffee scrubs help fade scars and marks like... Stretch marks, acne, cellulite. All of that. Now, Frank Body, the scrub, the coffee scrub, the body scrub, this is what I've been using. This is the hero of the whole collection because with that continued use, I am telling you, everything gets smooth. You use it and it's like your body is glowing, everything's smooth, it lessens the marks. I don't know how it works, but it works. Australian-made natural and vegan scrubs, every product reminds you that you've got a nice butt, so that's a plus. The skincare obsession has become extreme but Frank has always stayed, stayed super simple. It's great. It's natural skincare that cares for your skin, so you don't have to. And just so you know, Frank Body recommends using the coffee scrub two to three times per week for best results. So you don't have to use it every day. Two to three times a week, you're just rubbing it on. You're feeling how fabulous your body is and you're looking even better. Try it yourself by going to www.frankbody.com and using the code RUPAWL for 20% off. That's Frank Body body frank like the name and body.com offer code rupaul for 20% off. Ooh, get that coffee scrub baby. You will hit the beach, you will hit the gym, whatever you're going to hit, you're going to hit it with style. Terms and conditions apply. We all need someone to talk to, a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. And that's where our friends at Talkspace come in. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with the internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. And that's a big thing. People say, okay, I can't do it. I can't afford it. And I don't have time. When am I going to do it? Well, Talkspace is online therapy, and they make taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever before. Those two things I just talked about. Simply provide your preferences for therapy and Talkspace will match one of their 5,000 plus therapists that very same day. You can send your therapist unlimited texts, audios, pictures, even video messages from anywhere at any time. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. There are more than 1 million people who feel happier with Talkspace. And also finding the right therapist doesn't have to be stressful because I know you've heard us talk about that. The Talkspace matching process takes your unique preferences into account to find you someone whose style and expertise matches your needs. And if you want to switch therapists, you can do that at any time at no extra cost. Love that. Talkspace has more than five thousand licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges that we all face. So to match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com. Make sure you use the code RUE to get sixty five dollars off your first month. That's RU and talkspace.com. Well, you know I'm all about the pussy bow. Yes, I am all about the pussy bow.
0: Everybody is, and that's a that's a quite a large pussy bow you're wearing I've right heard. now. <laughs> <laughs> I have her. Now, yes, you've got you and you've got it tied to the side there. I've
1: got it tied to the side. Here's the deal. I when we were shopping for uh RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 and All Stars, uh everything in my lookbook when we were done shopping and I'm not even kidding, I'll show you. Mm. Everything was black. Oh. Every single item. Is that a item.
0: comment on the condition of your heart? Uh, probably yeah. my soul. Yeah.
1: But I looked at it and went, I can't, I can't, you can't do, do this. That. No. I'm a New Yorker. You look like
0: when- fucking Bride of Frankenstein. Thank you. You look like I fucking mean, I'm, Elvira I'm, I'm over goth. here. I'm I'm
1: not that goth. <laughs> it's not Halloween. So then I said, you know what? I'm just going to go to one of those fast fashion companies, uh-huh. spend 400 bucks, yeah, and I'll get an entire season's worth I of color. It. I love it. So this was a knockoff uh-huh. of the Celine Dion worn Christian Siriano gown.
2: Oh. so I got
1: it in that blue, that powder blue, yeah, yeah, and I got it in this emerald green. And
0: is those the only two colors they had?
1: Yes, and I bought them both.
0: Oh, good, good. Because listen, I've showed you I this of a black million times. Listen, if you can afford, especially the fast fashion places, uh, people out there. Get them in every color. This
1: was 40 or $50. Oh,
0: my God. And you're going to wear it on TV once. I'm going
1: to wear it on TV. Yeah. So, you know, this way, it's it's worn. It's actually really good for like, if I want to do it, you know, meet and greets and out yeah. and out after yeah. it's shown on TV, then it's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah. Now, how did the the red carpet go the other day uh, for the event? Uh, when I saw you last, you were on your way to a red carpet. Did, you do, did they force you into the red carpet? I
1: didn't. No, they didn't. They, they were didn't. very cool because we had to do an event for the Emmy Awards. Yeah. And I love meeting the people and mingling and doing that part. Yeah. The red carpet, you know what the problem is? Uh, First of all, they're really uncomfortable as it is, and not because everybody's screaming your name, but it's because you don't feel comfortable. Right. You don't feel normal standing there trying yeah. to pose for yeah. like it feels re- But the ones at the that we do for the Emmys are always outdoors in the five o'clock oh sunlight. Oh
0: my God.
1: Right. You, don't, you know what I'm saying without yeah. even saying it. Oh, my
0: that. God. That's crazy. Correct. And that
1: was the day since we were doing podcasts, I had to do my own hair and makeup. I didn't yeah. get my normal squad, which right. really does make me look good. Yeah. And I was like, guys, I can't do the red carpet right. with my hair in a bun and me yeah. doing my own makeup. Yeah. So they didn't force me. And, of course, uh-huh. Silky was there and Carson was there. And when you put a drag queen in those rooms, yeah. especially one that's as fabulous as Silky, yeah. the, the room just parts and we walk through. Yeah. So it was like— I didn't even have to do any work.
0: Good for you. So I
1: did go, and I was talking to people, chatting, and everybody's yeah. really excited. I'm just remember to vote in all 14 categories. Oh,
0: good. Category. And did you do any hand jobs?
1: Well, maybe. Yeah.
0: Hey, um, which way did you go from so – did you take Coldwater Canyon to get down there? I did. You did? Yep. Was it fast? I
1: did because it told me That's what Waze to, said. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know what Waze is thinking. Uh, it was probably because the Hollywood no Bowl – You hit no traffic. Nope. Okay.
1: I hit no traffic. It's 100% because of the Hollywood Bowl.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: I got there in, listen, Waze pisses people off because- Well, in
0: neighborhoods where people live, yeah. Because
1: nobody would ever be going through there and that's why they bought their house, et cetera, et cetera. And also people that thought that would be easy, it's not as easy because everybody's being rerouted that Mm -hmm. way, but it's also a lifesaver. Yeah. Honestly, Waze is amazing.
0: I've noticed you've started doing and also a lot. Is that because of our friend at KTU?
1: I'm saying it also... No, it's a continuation of a thought.
0: No, but you know our friend... What and was also... His, what was his name? Marvin Lynch. Marvin Lynch. Marvin Lynch. But he
1: would say it when it didn't fit.
0: Yeah, well... Well, no, he was just killing time.
1: Sometimes he'd call up and go, RuPaul. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, yeah. see, he would do that.
0: He would do that. Well, um, uh, Marvin Lynch, we've said this before on here, he was one of our constant callers. Every day. You've heard of um, Katie Lane, Constant Craving? Yes. Well, he was a constant caller.
1: Constant caller. <clears throat> yeah,
0: he was one of those people who called our radio station every day. We're talking 20 few years ago. God bless him. I hope he's still with us and, so and still healthy and everything. Yes. But every, He made us laugh. He made us laugh. He was great. He was a character.
1: Every single day. Day, Every single flat. day, yep. maybe
0: twice a day sometimes. Oh, more than twice. Yes, yeah, yeah. more than twice. But he would always say, and also, yep. but I, I've caught you saying it a few times recently.
1: Well, if I'm mid sentence and I don't want to forget something, I'll go, and also, ba ba ba. Uh-huh. And also, ba yeah. ba Because it stops it from being a run on. Wait a
0: minute, it? Michelle, are you Marvin Lynch?
1: Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true. Bust I the mean, runnin'? we've, you know, I, I'm trying to remember. We're if we're you never were never in, in the same room nope. together. No. Nope. Actually he was always on the phone. Maybe, maybe your husband taped him and then played him.
1: Maybe my husband is Marvin Lynch. Maybe your
0: husband did you marry Marvin my Lynch? My name is Michelle
1: Lynch. <laughs>
0: All these years, I've been dying to tell you. All these years. And you, why did you? just
1: got to Jessica
0: Fletcher on oh, my You Ooh, cracked the code. I cracked the code. Why didn't you tell me you married Marvelous? I knew that you really liked him.
1: It was just uncomfortable.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And also. <laughs> and also. RuPaul <laughs> and also well you know
0: my father he used to always say and this is you know uh, color people will say this uh, can you say that of course it's, uh, you, the intention behind it is not racist I'm gonna be racist against my father
3: True.
0: <laughs> you know I'm, I mean, I'm for real and also and also what but my father would always say uh, consequently
1: oh it's my favorite
0: consequently uh, and it's just, it's one of those things that laugh people who said? every time, it is what country people, people say to try to make themselves seem like they're educated. Uh-huh. You know, so consequently, it's a good word. It's a a—it's a, um, a, a connector word. It's a, no, it's not a connector. It's a stalling, stalling word. Because yeah. uh, like, on Judge also, Judy, Judge Judy always calls people out on the stalling word. She says, because they say, well, uh, Judge, Miss Judge Judy, basically, she said, I don't want to hear basically. Uh I don't want to hear basically. I want to hear the facts. Not, do not summarize it for me. Just tell me what you know. Do not frilly it up. Don't give me no basically. You know, and that's one of those things.
1: Yeah. No, I can always detect a stall too. Yeah. But for me, the way my brain works and also is because (laughs) I have four things going on in my head at once. Okay. So if I don't go top, on top, on top, I'm a piler honor. Yes. So if I don't say and also, it just sounds like I'm
0: insane. A piler honor. Yeah a piler is that like a political like a, I'm a piler on you've heard of
1: the left side uh, yeah and the right side yes. I'm a pile on you pile that
0: shit on. right on you ain't got no room on the left or on the right I just want it right or down just, the middle on top pile it on, on
1: Pile like my hair <laughs> pile it on like your hair but it's gorgeous hair today. thank
0: you this is new hair he's got for me it's got it's called creamsicle and
1: it looks like creamsicle
0: and yes I am in drag on the podcast now I, you know, I, I, I guess I shouldn't tell people I think they should probably have to guess for themselves Maybe my voice changes a little bit. You know, my whole top range is sort of shot because of dust in the studio. The dust. I get yes. very c- croaky. Yeah,
1: is that what it's from? Uh huh. I, I guess had so. a, a biopsy yesterday. Oh, you did? I did. And, um, after it was done, the guy, there was two, it was really interesting. Yeah. The guy that was guiding, these doctor. Yeah. Well, you mean a real doctor? A real one. Wow. Not even Doogie Hauser. Okay. Um, there were two doctors. Oh. A cytopathologist. She is the one that I went to see. Mm-hmm. She is the one who puts it in and takes out the sample from my thyroid nodule and puts it on the thing. But she's also, it's a really cool gig. She's one of 14 in the whole United States that do it. It's a woman. And she loves it. I asked her, why this? And she said, because she gets to see something through, beginning, middle, and end. Mm -hmm. I'm going in to see her. She's the one who preps the growth, wherever it is. Mm -hmm. And then she takes the sample from the growth. She puts it into the microscope and looks at it right there. Mm -hmm. So she gets to see the beginning. The middle Mm -hmm. and the end, what, you know, is needed to be done. Full story. And see me next year, whatever. Yeah. Um, So the guy, uh, he's another doctor. He's on the ultrasound. It's not—and no disrespect to, you know, radio, the techs that do it. Mm -hmm. But this guy is an MD who does this with her. And, like, the minute he knew exactly where to go, the minute he went in, she turns around and goes, oh— that's nothing i'm not worried about that that's mm-hmm, nothing that's mm-hmm. just hashimoto's because mm-hmm. it had grown over the past two years mm-hmm. i believe because i was so inflamed from the breast implants mm-hmm. um so she just stuck some needles in my neck to numb it mm-hmm. and then she said you know don't swallow don't talk and goes in pulls out fluid two times
0: well it's hard for you to not swallow isn't it it's the hardest even yeah. harder
1: to not talk mm-hmm. i'll talk before i swallow yeah so i lay there and he says um the guy says your throat might be hoarse tonight from the lidocaine to Mm -hmm. numb me. Mm -hmm. But driving home, nothing was numb. I could still talk, but the pain in my throat I'm like no it just hurts when you cramming a needle in my throat Mm. but she said "Um, this is consistent with Hashimoto's and I said are you doing it now she's like yeah she let me look in and see Uh my cells wow it was really cool they just look like a bunch of dots Uh and she says that is what you're looking at that is
0: did it look like rush hour traffic it
1: looked like a rash in rush hour traffic Uh purple rash Uh
0: in rush hour traffic the 405
1: yeah oh Uh absolutely where else would it be yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so that was really
1: cool wow
0: that's interesting yeah.
1: And she said, I said, what you know, the guy that's with her said, oh, she loves the head and neck growths. I said, what? What do mm, you like? She's mm. like, I just they find them so interesting. What other
0: growths does she look at?
1: She'll do a breast mass. Uh-huh. She'll do a salivary gland, which she loves the most.
2: Really? I don't know why.
1: Yeah. She loves them. A salivary Thyroid. Gl- yeah. Um, things like that. And I said, but what about, there's this phenomenon called seeding. Like, a lot Oh, of- I
0: know about seeding.
1: I'm the product of seeding. <laughs> she says where I was reading about it and I asked her about it and she said, no, no, no. That means some doctors have told me do not get a biopsy because when you t- release the cells, they could be released into the <gasps> oh,
3: body. That's shit. called seeding. Oh. right?
1: And she said that isn't a phenomenon. It's a thing. Uh-huh. She said, but that only happens with two types of tumors. I can't remember what they were. Uh-huh. Um, that not – this. And I said, okay. Okay, good. Because I had doctors tell me over the past, I haven't had an aspiration on my thyroid in 15 years, Mm -hmm. because I had doctors over the years saying, let's calm down the inflammation. Your
0: thyroid has aspirations? What, What? to be a a Broadway performer? To be a
1: grown woman and go out on her own and sing (laughs) I am what I am. (laughs) Which is (laughs) a growth.
0: It's a hard knock life for us. It's a a hard hard knock knock life life for us. (laughs) Better treated way (laughs) Get.
1: Get. <laughs> yes 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 yes
0: yes okay so
1: i got to see it in the thing that was Actually, pretty cool.
0: That is really cool. Because
1: no doctors do that. So that was my story with that.
0: Oh, I love that. Hey, listen, uh, we've got Dame Twiggy <gasps> coming up. Oh, my goodness. The phenomenon that is Twiggy. Oh, my God. You're too young to really have known no, what that was. Having
1: been obsessed with fashion so young, I knew, I wasn't there for the phenomenon of her. Mm-hmm. But I know all about that whole
2: Mary Quant oh, time. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with Twiggy. Dame yes. Twiggy.
2: Have you ever wondered where your family comes from? Well, you can discover more about them and learn about your story by combining the Ancestry DNA test with billions of historical family records. As many of you know, if if not all of you, that I was adopted, but here's something you might not know. Uh, I have done some genealogy apps. I've done Ancestry DNA and my cousin reached out to me through the app. It was very, very cool. So I had already met my biological mother, but it took me a lot because this stuff wasn't in existence when I met her. But if I hadn't and was still searching for her, my cousin reached out to me on on the app, and I absolutely would have found her through it. It's unreal. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places you're from. Ancestry connects you to the places in the world where your story started using precise geographic detail and clear-cut historical insights. You can even trace your ancestors' journeys over time following how and why your family moved from place to place. I have no idea how they know this, but they do. And to amplify your results, you can even start a free trial on Ancestry and build a tree so that your ancestors become more than just a name. They've combined DNA results with over 100 million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into into your genealogy and origins. Only Ancestry can tell such a rich story with unique features and give you more complete pictures about you as a person, like events that shaped your family or how they made a living and what they excelled in. Ancestry's unique features and record collections can give you a more complete picture of people from your past, like the events and all the things that they did. It's unbelievable, and it's so easy to do and easy to get started. Go to Ancestry.com slash Rue today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com slash Rue for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. I just want to add, since we're getting into this time of year, it is the greatest gift to give to somebody. They all go bananas for it. Ancestry.com slash Rue. Let's talk Casper mattresses, you guys, because we are obsessed. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Yes, fraction of the price. Rue and I have been talking about Casper mattresses forever because we believe in them. We sleep on them. We love them. Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. So if you're thinking, you know what, tonight I want some sink, tonight I want some bounce. Why not go down the middle with Casper because they give you both. They also have breathable designs that help you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night so you don't wake up all sweaty and gross. They even arrive right to your doorstep in a transportable box. And Casper isn't just a mattress company. They also offer sheets, pillows, bed frames, and yes, even those dog beds that I've been yammering on about for the past couple years so everyone in the family sleeps comfier than ever before. Casper's hybrid mattresses combine the pressure relief of their award-winning foam with durable yet gentle springs. The new innovation offers the best of both worlds. Luxurious comfort, resilient support, and some added benefits of the hybrid collection is elevated lift support, increased airflow for cooling, durability for all body types, and enhanced edge support. Yes, get those edges in check, honey. Even with springs, somehow these mattresses still come magically in a box that simply arrive on your doorstep. I just got the Casper Hybrid for my daughter. She is loving it. And if for some reason you guys are still not sure about getting a Casper, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep on a trial. And did I mention free shipping and returns throughout the U.S. and Canada? Get $100 towards select mattress purchases by visiting casper.com ru rue and using that offer code RU at checkout. That's casper.com ru rue. Terms and conditions apply. You know, people use the
0: term legend so loosely nowadays, but today we have our special guest is a real legend. No, uh, you know, fluffing it up. Uh, Dame Twiggy is with us today. (laughs) Now, of course, now, uh, have you gotten used to being called Dame Twiggy yet?
3: I mean, it still makes me giggle, actually.
0: Who who called and told you that you were going to be?
3: I got a letter about a month before Christmas, um, and I opened it, and I started reading it, and I mm-hmm. and I, I my husband was in the room and I went, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. And then I said, I've got to sit down. And he said, What's the matter? What's the matter? What is it? I said, No, 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 I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh
0: huh.
3: huh. Because it was such a shock because I, I thought that you probably might know, but it came completely out As of the way. As a blows. complete
0: surprise. And then I'm you have they did it to, in the
3: mail. I'm surprised it was done through the mail. Yeah, and not special delivery. It was your normal post. I said, what if it had got lost? Right, (laughs) right. But anyway, then you have to ring up. What happens, it goes through a system... Before it came to me, the prime minister has to okay, it, and then the queen now, oh, queen has wow. to okay it. So wow. that was nice. And then, I, then I got quite kind of, I, I got quite emotional yeah, actually. as she should. And because um, the men become sirs, yes. they become knights, yeah. but the ladies become dames. So yes. I'm, I became a dame. How many
0: do? How many people become dames a year?
3: Uh, well, I, there's two lots of honours lists. There's the New Year's honours list, which yeah. is where I got mine, and then there's the Queen's Birthday honours list, which is in the summer, mm-hmm. um, and out of that, out of those, not not that many this year. I, I, I don't think they stick to a, right. a, a number. Yeah. I think this year, don't quote me, but I think there was probably six or eight dames. Yeah, yeah. and. I was the only theatrical... Oh, theatrical Uh dame, darling. (laughs) Uh, The other people... You you kind of feel a bit humble because some of them have done amazing work for charity and set up extraordinary organisations or been brilliant in business. And you think there's little me... Um, well you you've know. done a huge
0: <laughs> business in the entertainment world in the fashion world now uh, american audiences young people know you from uh, as a judge on america's next top model mm-hmm. but uh people of my generation <laughs> know you as the really this phenomenon i can't stress to you listeners out there what a phenomenon this was as a model twiggy represented the new wave of fashion this um, this young model odd fashion a wave that was like, like, no one had done that before. No one had been this sensation. Now, what I, I'm not over-exaggerating this, listeners. It was like this wave that took over the world. When you said the word Twiggy, it meant this new wave of fashion of young, uh, London, fresh talent. What did, in, in the midst of that, when did it occur to you that what I just described was happening to you? Did it feel like it when it was happening?
3: It happened very fast. I didn't. I wasn't trying to do it. That's what I looked like. I used to do my own makeup. I was what we call a mod in this country, mm-hmm. which was like a modernist. And I was f- 15, 16 years old. I used to make all my clothes because you had to have a certain look. And then the miniskirt started to come in mm-hmm. via Mary Quant, yes. Bieber, Barbara Hulinicki. And so fashion was changing in the mid-60s. All the models, as gorgeous as they were, were very sophisticated. Yeah. Even Jean Shrimpton, who was my idol and yes. was a few years older than me, she still looked like a grown woman. Uh-huh. They had all these new clothes happening in London, and they didn't have the girls because the 22-year-olds looked ridiculous yeah. in miniskirts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think time and place had a huge amount to do with it. Yeah. And my thing happened so fast. Somebody took my picture. Somebody saw it because it was a new haircut. Was uh-huh. that little bob? Yes, the little bob. And... A journalist wrote, and Twiggy was my nickname. It wasn't, I didn't plan it. I didn't plan I'm going to look like this and I'm going to be called Twiggy. It was because I had such skinny legs. Uh So people used to tease me and they called me Twiggy. It was a nickname. (laughs) So she wrote this wonderful lady in a big national newspaper, Twiggy, the face of 66. And the day that happened... My life changed forever. That's right. And then the first year was mainly in England, in Paris. And then my next stroke of luck was a wonderful lady called Diana Vreeland, Mm -hmm. who the younger people won't know. But she was the doyen of fashion worldwide. The Anna
0: Wintour of fashion. She was. She was the
3: editor of American Vogue. She saw all the press about me and said, I want that girl. And she flew me to New York and put me together with Bert Stern and Richard Avedon. Wow. Was, you know, I was 17. Wow. Yeah. Did you know what that meant? I knew about Richard Avedon because yeah. if you were into fashion, you know, to me he was the greatest fashion photographer Absolutely. of that era. Mm, yeah. And probably ever. So suddenly I went from schoolgirl to, to kind of eight Eight months later, being photographed by one of the greatest photographers in the world. Yeah. And once Diana Vreeland said, this is the look, this is the girl, that's what kind of turned me global. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, So it's like, oh my. So I, and I kind of went along, it was weird. Uh-huh. I mean, I, you know, I kept thinking, because I always thought I looked really funny. I was, <laughs> you know, I was really skinny and I had, you know, I had skinny legs. I didn't have a figure. But it was right for that look. It was right for that look, yeah. yeah.
0: And so um, in hindsight, looking back on that, uh, when did it actually occur to you that this was something that would be uh, your your moniker? It would be the thing that, is, that made you what you are?
3: Um, I don't think you reali- realize it when you're living it. I yeah. think going to New York was a huge eye-opener because mm. suddenly, you know, they were the big guys, the Diana Vicklins, sure. the Richard Evans. It wasn't yeah. working up to... The small stuff, it was like major immediately. Mm. So I kind of knew then. And then I was very lucky because I met an amazing man called Ken Russell. Oh, yeah.
0: So The Boyfriend.
3: Yeah. Who was the greatest young film. That was your first film.
0: And so The the Boyfriend. changed my
3: life. So The Boyfriend was 71? Yeah. It came out in America in 71. We shot it in 69. So I actually only modeled for four years because once I did The Boyfriend with Ken. Yeah. and he had the power to do it with me because he was the hottest film, yeah. film director in England. Yeah. And I'd never done anything like that before. And You'd I was, never like,
0: studied acting before? No, never. No. never
3: sung apart from in the school choir. Mm-hmm. But
2: mm-hmm. I
3: trusted Ken... He was extraordinary with me, and, and we made The Boyfriend. Wow. And that changed my life again because suddenly it came out and people were offering me record deals. Yes. You know how it is. Yeah, absolutely. And and I was only 20. Wow. That's
0: amazing. And then
3: I got, I, I got Tommy Tune cast in The Boyfriend my- because Ken wanted an American tap dancer. Yeah. And I'd seen Tommy on telly and thought he was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen and tapped, you know, how he tapped Oh, my God. So Ken brought him into the film. We became best buddies, and then 12 years later, we did My One and Only. My One and, One and, and Only, yeah. Oh, Tw- was way. that 12 years later? Yeah. and I, Well, we tried to do another movie afterwards, and we, we didn't get the fine. We were going to do like a Fred and Ginger movie. Yeah. Because that was our kind of thing. And um, we couldn't get all the finance, usual thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so he went back to New York and became this huge theater director. Absolutely. And in 82, he called me and said, you know that our project? I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, I've got it together. I said, oh, brilliant. When do we start filming? He said, no, we're not filming. It's on Broadway. And I went, oh, no, I can't do that. And Uh he said... Twiggy, there's no such word as can't. Uh, Pack your bags and get out to New York. <laughs> and you know that was the next learning curve because I wow. learned so much. And we we did it on Broadway for 18 months. It was wow,
0: amazing! That's a long it was
3: time. Yeah, well, we were we were a hit. Yes, <laughs> I remember.
0: Yeah. And so now, in in those from the Ken Russell period of of doing that film, did you then go into study acting after no. that? No. no, you didn't. No. But you continue to get I roles. I
3: continue, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done that much theatre. I've done, I did my one and only, obviously, mm-hmm. which was the biggie. And then in the late 90s, I did a lovely off-Broadway piece about, I don't know whether people in America will know this, but uh, Noel Coward, yeah. yeah, who's one of the greats yeah. in my, and, and he, his muse was a lady called Gertrude Lawrence. Of course, yeah. And there was a piece put together about their relationship you know, it was a kind of love relationship, but not because yes. he was gay, yeah, obviously. But she was his great love. Yeah. And he wrote most of, you know, Private Lives. Yes, He'd of course. Gertrude. So there's a wonderful work that we retitled, If Love Were All, about their relationship. Who uh, played Noel Coward? Uh, a lovely American actor called Harry Groner. Harry Who was in Groner. Crazy for You. Another <gasps> oh, great musical.
1: Yeah.
0: How about that? Now, Very okay, talented. so at what point... Um, the David Bowie album cover, pinups. Ups. Uh, you're the girl yeah, on the album cover. And uh, how did that come about?
3: That was meant to be an English Vogue cover. Oh. Uh. And I flew, I, I went out to Paris because he was recording Pin Ups, yeah. the album. I didn't know him. I was a huge, huge fan. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, he'd done a song in the previous album, Um which I heard on the radio, and the chorus was, her name. his name was always Buddy and he'd smile and ask to stay and she'd sigh like Twig the Wonder Kid and turn <laughs> her face away. It was like, oh, my God, I think David Bowie just mentioned song. Oh it was like, ah! Because I was only, what, 20, 21? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so... English Vogue said we'd love to do a picture of you and David on, for the cover. Yeah, brilliant. Uh-huh. You know, he's one of the few men in those days you could put, you know, sure. makeup on. And, yeah, because he was so androgynous, yeah. which I was as well. Yes,
0: absolutely. And
3: um, so went to Paris, did the picture, wonderful picture, and, and the makeup artist did that that wonderful kind of yes, mask, mask thing. thing.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Who took Sh- the picture?
3: Uh, I can't remember who the photographer was now. Huh? What was it? Oh, it might have Justin. been, yeah, Justin, oh. Justin. Anyway, so it was meant to go on the cover, and then the editor, in his great wisdom, suddenly said, because all the fashion editrists were beside themselves yes. if they got Bowie, it yeah. was the biggest thing oh, at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the editor said, I can't put a man on the cover of Vogue. I said, well, are you what? <laughs> crazy? Wow. You all sell more copies of English Vogue with Bowie on the cover. Yeah. He said, I can't put, I oh, know, that's our policy, no man on the cover. I was outraged. I was so upset because it was a great picture. And so while that was going on, David said to me, oh, let him get on with it. I'll put it on the cover of the album. Yeah. So actually, long term, it's had a much longer life. It absolutely has. Instead of being on one cover... Every time it's yep. re-released in you know, different forever. formats,
0: yeah. And it's interesting as we're speaking about <clears throat> your life and your career. It's interesting how serendipity plays oh, into it, and how absolutely. you have to get out of the way of it, and you have yep. to recognize it when it's there, and to step aside or step into the light, yep. depending on what it's asking you to do. Do you? Exactly. When did you? When were you able to recognize that sort of serendipitous? Occur- those occurrences Because it always your life. found you. It always yeah, found it's
3: you. it's weird, isn't it? Only when I look back, I think. Yeah. You know, why did I suddenly meet Ken? You know, I could have gone, you know, I was 16 when I started modeling. Yeah. I could have gone on modeling full time. Sure. Like Kate into, you know, she's still modeling in yeah. her early four. I could have done because I look very young anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but meeting Ken Russell and putting me in the boyfriend, age 20. I didn't want to go back to just modeling. Mm and I I made that, that was a career choice that I wanted to, because to me it was always, there's a wonderful children's book in England called The Secret Garden, Mm -hmm. which is about a a little child in Victorian age and she finds a secret garden and it changes her life. She's a very unhappy child. And I, was, I used to say to Ken, I, this is like, I think I stepped into the secret yeah. garden because I didn't know, number one, I didn't know I could do that. Mm. I knew I could, I mean, I knew I could sing in tune, but mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. it's one thing singing in the school choir, but to go into a recording studio and go in in front of camera. And But I trusted Ken completely. And I think if you get amazing people like Ken, like Tommy, who say to you, you can do it, mm-hmm. there's no such word as can't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you trust them and you think they're talented, it's amazing, because I'm quite shy really, and, mm-hmm. and, and they obviously saw something that they felt they could bring out of me, mm-hmm. even when I didn't think I could. Does that make sense? Yes,
0: it makes complete sense.
3: Uh, um, do you think everyone has
0: a, 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 a serendipitous rhythm that they're either seeing or not seeing? Do you think everyone has that?
3: I think I think sometimes people are offered something or, or something is given to them and they either through fear or whatever reason don't jump in. And I think sometimes you've got to kind of hold your nose and jump in. Yeah. And I kind of did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd never been on a blooming Broadway stage. Right. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But because I had so many good people around me and Tommy's, uh, particularly, and then Mike Nichols, the great director, came in as kind of a doctor because there were problems. For my good. one and only. Yeah, and um, so when you've got people like that around oh you, looking after you, you know, wow. what I mean, you've got to go in and have a bash, and and, who, and it turned out to be the most wonderful experience professionally of my life.
0: Who did the songs in my one and it's only? was
3: Gershwin. Gershwin so you songs, can't ask for you can't for
0: better than
1: that. <laughs> it also sounds like you jumped in, just like you're saying for the kids to do or whatever. Yeah. You did it head first. Yeah, I did yeah. Not first. just Broadway with modeling, yeah. all this stuff. You didn't yeah, yeah. know what I, you were doing. You just I did know. it.
3: Yeah. So I, I think I was lucky to a certain extent, but luck doesn't last forever, Correct. I don't think. And you, and you have I to put
0: yourself s- into yeah. it.
3: And I certainly didn't think I'd be sitting here 54 years later. Yeah. You know Dame Twiggy.
0: <laughs> Dame Twiggy.
3: <laughs> all I need now is a crown. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? You must look back and there must be pictures out there that you see and you think, I don't even remember taking <laughs> oh, that picture. No,
3: no, I don't. I don't. There's so and what's so sweet, you know, I get like I'm sure you get bundles, but I get still get quite a lot of fan mail. And there are the people who kind of grew up with me in my age group, but you know, usually women, sometimes men. But the majority of my fan mail is from around the world, and they're 16- to 25-year-olds because they're obsessed with the fit 60s, obsessed Mm. with makeup, the fashion. I got one last week. It's so sweet. From China. I'd never had one from China before. This sweet little girl writing brilliant English. She sent me a beautiful, beautiful cut-out paper flower that's so sweet, and wow. she was
0: eighteen. Oh my goodness! So... This is an amazing uh, experience for both Michelle and I. And I'm because... just
1: going to say too, not meaning to cut you off, I'm cutting you off, because, just so you know, <laughs> because when we <clears throat> compiled our guest list for here, um, I gave mine, Rue gave his. Literally, the top of his list, list was Twiggy. Yes, oh, so he was so you. excited so
3: when you said you'd come to. Oh it. my thank god! You. I Such was thrilled a... to bits. And as you know, my, and da- your daughter, my daughter is a, daughter a fan of our show. Oh, she, more than a fan, <laughs> I think she threatened me if I didn't do it. <laughs> Thank you, Carly.
0: Carly, over the sitting over here. Name <laughs> for
1: Carly Simon. Name by by for the way. Carly
0: Simon. What year was Carly born in? It'd be this amazing nineteen
3: seventy-eight.
0: Seventy-eight. So right. So seventy-eight. So it's it's before my one and only. Yeah.
3: yeah. We. She was in New York with me when I did it. You were four, five, six. Oh, wow. She had a great time. Really close to time. Yeah. Well, Tommy yeah. Tune, oh, yes. Amazing Tommy Tune. Just, oh.
0: Now, a lot of audiences also know you from Abfab.
3: Oh, yeah, I did a couple of little episodes of that. <laughs> well, who would not? <laughs> who would it? not? Amen. And, Amen. and, and um, you know, to go on with those two girls. Who, oh. The hardest thing on Abfab was not breaking up.
0: Right. Oh, right.
3: My God, because, you know, they start doing their thing, and I would get, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a terrible giggler and I couldn't look at them because they would get me going. Well they but also so
0: you're you, uh, on funny. there, you get to be not necessarily a meanie but you're very stern. You're yeah. you, you, on that. Did you have a hard time doing that? Very. Yeah.
3: I used to I mean Joanna Lumley's a mate. I know Jennifer a little bit but Joanna's a a, a close mate. And I mean she just cracks me. I mean she's yes. so funny. She is. She's truly funny. Yes. And I used to say don't look at me for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> never, never get through it. What is the pro-
0: What is the process of doing that? Like, because um, is is there a live audience there? No. no, no. So you just have to hold for laughs.
3: Yeah. No, I think. Well, I think they must edit it down. I think I can't remember actually. because you, you my hear- stuff was a lot. Was it was outside. I don't think maybe because we you did hear go in the
0: laughter studio. I guess they're showing it to an audience. Oh, maybe that's on what tape. they do,
3: maybe. And maybe that's how they I do it. I don't remember being in the studio with it. It's quite a few years ago we did yeah, it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's a great show. And they are, and Jennifer Saunders, who They're wrote brilliant. It, is
1: brilliant. French and Saunders, all yeah, all yeah.
0: that. So now, um, we don't have much more time with you because we have to go back to judging uh, Drag Race UK Lovely. here. But, um, uh, you know, your experience in this business, so many years, uh, have you been around many drag queens?
3: Um, I've known a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've always had a, a lot of my fan mail are from gay men, Sure, which is absolutely. Lovely. And I've got lots of gay friends. And when I was doing um, um, America's Next Top Model, yeah. one of the guys who used to do, help me with my makeup, he, he did drag. Mm. And, you know, and I got quite close to him. What's his name? I'm trying
0: to think. Uh, you don't yeah. have to, you tell me later.
3: Yeah, I so, can't think off the top of my head, but he was just one of the guys that came in. Yeah. Um, so cut that.
0: Uh-huh. Can you yeah. I wonder
3: yeah. if it's one of our. I wonder if, I wonder it's, Raja. if
1: it's one He's very very. Oh, it's Raja. Very, is it Sutan with the yes. long hair? Yes. Yeah. He, yes. So well, he would say yeah. the name Sutan. Oh yes. Yeah,
0: it's Ra- Raja. So
1: incredibly oh, Raja. beautiful. Yeah. She won season three
0: of RuPaul's. Raja Strykers. won season oh. three of RuPaul's. Can you Strykers? edit that out? Where I no, can't remember fabulous. his name? Oh, oh, no, oh,
3: it's fabulous. Oh, it's don't good. you worry, darling. Please. That's awful. I feel terrible. Sorry. No, it's been so many years ago. Yeah, no, she didn't care. No, I should. But, but he was lovely. Lovely. With. Absolutely. And then he said, I'm doing my club act. Do you want to come? And, and did I went, you? Oh, it was fabulous. He was fabulous. Why is there no drag
1: queen named Wiggy? <laughs> That's
0: a great because. Ziggy Wiggy. Oh, You're, my goodness. How brilliant That's, would that, that would be? be? Brilliant.
3: Tall, thin, nice yes. little. Uh huh. Pixie little cut. pixie
0: cut yes
3: I was waiting for one of them to come out dressed as me actually. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they have the nerve Twiggy I don't think they have the nerve <laughs> yeah. now
0: when when you look back on this amazing career first of all um, did the queen pre- uh, present you with your uh, no Prince Charles Prince Charles yeah. did you
3: either get the queen Prince Charles Prince William or Princess Anne yeah and they'd already told me I said it would be lovely to have the queen but you know <laughs> she's she's you know, she's getting on a bit bless her. Sure. And they yes. say she doesn't do that many. She does like instead of doing every week, she'll do one every six weeks. I mean, weeks. she's in right. her 90s. She's, she's 93 amazing. I think. Yeah. She still rides a horse. She does. Yeah.
0: yeah that's Without
3: a, a helmet. I'm yeah. very Indeed. upset. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Amazing.
3: I'm going to write her a letter she should wear a helmet. I agree with you. <laughs> Is there <laughs> so anything Prince Charles was divine oh, and he good. said to me, we're very thrilled. Thank you. And I, said, <laughs> I said well, I'm very thrilled too and he said you, sh- you, you, really, you should have got, you know, he said, we've been waiting for you to get this. You should have got it a long time ago. I said, thank you, sir. And then you have to walk backwards. Yes. And you have to curtsy. Yeah. That's why I wore flat shoes, because I thought, I do not want to fall over very in Buckingham smart. Palace. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So you didn't
0: make a fool out of yourself. Oh,
3: no. Gosh. No, oh, my God! Because you're very nervous. I was quite nervous. Really? Course. I yeah. mean, I know Prince Charles. We've met him a few times yeah. because of his charity work, and we've worked. With him on things like that. And he's really charming and lovely, but you're still nervous.
0: Sure. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, Dame Twiggy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and you thank are... you for
3: having me on the show. I'm oh, thrilled. my
0: goodness. We are so thrilled to have you. And <laughs> congratulations on being, da- what do they call that? It's
3: not knighted. What it's is it for nice a woman? It's not nice being called? I uh... don't know. Well, it's, I don't know. Damed. damed. Oh, damed. Oh, damed. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I'm <laughs> going to go and get Dame. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Thank go and get Dame. Yeah. Oh, gonged. Uh, I don't know. But thank you so much. Much thank you and
0: so uh, well, Michelle, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Until next time, my dear. Bye. Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe name, on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? A-A-Man.